All right, guys, welcome. This is episode three of this week's picks. I'm your host, Ryan, with the pick master general himself, my good friend, Jason. How are we doing today, bud? Pretty good. All right, I'm excited getting these picks this week. Uh, Like always, I don't know what Jason's picked. He doesn't know what I've picked. A little bit about the show. We're going to give you stuff on all things media, uh, all things books, streaming, music, movies, TV, that you can check out yourself right away. We're going to tell you a little bit about them, but just tell them why we like them, why you should check them out. And I'm going to give you a stupid, stupid gambling bet, and I'm going to give you a lock of the century as well. But thanks for joining Don't us. Don't take the first one. Don't take the first one. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Appreciate everybody listening. Yeah. And this will get started with Jason's first pick of the week right now. Well, as usual, I have a movie. All right. And uh, I'm going to start out with what I'm not going to call a good movie, but I love it. And uh, it's Constantine uh, from 2005, from directed by Francis Lawrence. And it is um, Keanu Reeves, Rachel Weiss, and uh, Shia LaBeouf back when he was, you know, still doing movies and stuff. And uh, I don't know if anyone's, from, if you're familiar with the Constantine, you know, from the comic books or whatever. But um, you know, he was sent to hell and then sent back to Earth. So he, um, like, Kevin won't accept him and. I don't I don't quite remember all the angles, but, you know, Keanu Reeves is playing this guy trying to earn his way back into heaven by battling demons and Satan. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So he teams up with a policewoman to try to solve the weird, mysterious suicide of his her twin sister. Right. And uh, angels and demons. And it's this weird fantasy, you know, action yeah, I do remember. I do love the movie. I actually enjoy that movie a lot. It's one of Shia LaBeouf's first movies, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, Keanu Reeves actually said in an interview recently he'd like to redo, not redo, but once again, like John one. Constantine. Yeah, he said he loved the character, I, and I'm excited. I do love this movie. I would put it on the cult classic list, 100%. It's just a lot of fun. You know, it, it has its flaws. Oh, yeah. Um, you could pick it apart. But man, it's yeah. just a lot of fun to watch Keanu Reeves. Evan Rosdale, the singer of Bush, is in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just enjoy blasting it. Blasting demons and mm-hmm. just a cool world building. You know. Yeah. Just oh, a lot of fun. Great world building film. It's um, currently streaming on HBO. So is it? All right. If you got that? Check it out. Excellent. Ah, the ageless Keanu. Man, he just keeps keeps pumping them out. <laughs> All right. Well, great pick. Anything else you got on that pick? Uh, you know, it's good enough for now. If you if you like like weird religious fantasy action, <clears throat> check it out. Ten, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I did enjoy that one, but it's definitely a that science fiction, weird horror-ish kind of film. So Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. It is kind of that religious horror almost at mm-hmm. times. Yeah, but yeah all right, guys, check it out. That's a great pick, Jason. I appreciate the first pick. Uh, what do you got for us? Really kind of funny way. My first oh, pick boy. kind of correlates to that in, her, in, in, in more title, and that's about the only way, in title. Okay. But I have an album. Uh, I, I love music. Um, I, I'm hoarding, hoarding vinyl as we speak. Um, probably visiting a state sale this weekend that has a huge record collection. Um, but my first pick of the week is an album called People, Hell, and Angels. It's by Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix. It's a compilation album that came out long after his death. But it's stuff I think that was not released. At least I was not aware of its release before this album. Um, it's very more his blues jazz vibe than maybe the Purple Haze and Foxy Lady kind of 
you know, mainstream stuff. But man, I enjoy it. Now, disclaimer here. I listened to it today on Spotify before I made this record this episode. Just think just to remind myself. And it is much, much, much better on vinyl with big speakers in a house setting than in your car on Spotify. I think it just because of the vibes, the tones of a blues guitar, I think that's the right way to listen to it. <clears throat> but it is available on Spotify right now for listening. But you can also find it for about $24 at any record store or Amazon, I believe it carries it as well. So great album. Um, yeah, it's solid all the way through. I mean, there's a song that kind of reminds me, it could have maybe been his like shout, if you will. Like it's, I think it's called Let Me Move You, I believe is the name of the song or, or something like that. But anyway, it's just like a good, great hype song. Anyways, great album all the way through. Thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, all of the songs are fantastic. It's great Jimi Hendrix. It's great blues music. Fantastic intros, the guitar and the drums. Fantastic guitar solos, obviously, from that rock god. But that's my first pick of the week. All right. All right. So let's roll on through Jason Hastings' pick number two. Well, uh, you know, something to drink while you listen to that album. I've got a cocktail recommendation this week. And, um, I'll be honest, I picked it because I like the ingredients, but also the weird name sticks out, right? <laughs> um, it's called the um, the Oldest Living Confederate Widow. Oh, wow. Uh, which is All right. Weird-ass name for a cocktail, but it comes from uh, a book. Uh, I guess I haven't read it personally. I guess it's about a Confederate widow, I'd assume, from like the 80s, where it was called like, uh, where is it? Oh, yeah, I have it here in my notes. Oldest Living Confederate Widow Tales All. And so some bartender read the book and made a cocktail from the drink that was described in it. Uh, similar to a bee's knee, if you're familiar with that, yes. it's going to be, get your pens out, two ounces of gin, uh, an ounce and a quarter of honey syrup. So that's one to like a simple syrup, but instead of sugar, use one to one honey and water, mm-hmm. boiled and you know cooled. Uh, one ounce of lemon juice, two dashes of orange bitters, and just a dash of absinthe. So throw that in a cocktail shaker, um, over cracked ice, shake, strain into your glass, garnish with a lemon rind. You're going to get a nice floral, lemony, some honey, really that four gin taste. Um, just floral flavors and a nice orange finish. Okay. So. All right. Well, thanks, Jason. As soon as my wife hears this, I'm going to the liquor store for absinthe and other thing to make that cocktail. She she's is gonna, a she's gonna love it. Man, that sounds fantastic. I want to drink that drink. Man, all right. It's just gonna it's gonna be a nice, refreshing, just you know, florally nice summer drink. Yeah, right. Absolutely. As you think about our, I don't know, Confederate widows, I suppose. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was thinking it'd be a bourbon drink, being a Confederate widow, but hey, gin, gin's great. Um, fantastic. Um, if you're looking for a great gin, I'd probably recommend. I bet a Hendrix gin would go great with that. With that drink i'm just throwing that out there but uh that's the the, the official gin of my household <laughs> what is that again what gin hendrix hmm, okay yeah, yeah that's the official gin of our house yeah well that and oh i can't think of the name of it now it's the purple one um but yeah it's made out of violets but um nothing about later it'll be, a, it'll be a pick one week that bottle will be a pick yeah. one week it's a fun pretty cocktail but great all right well great. what else you got for us uh, well if you need a snack to go with that cocktail and a movie or an album i have a recipe that i love to make it is simply just a dark chocolate baked apple right so this is easy 
It is a oven at 325. Okay, take like, I prefer Honeycrisp because I like the little sweeter apple. I've also made it in Granny Smith's to sour it up a little bit and change the flavor profile. But take your favorite apple, you core it out, you put a little smidge of butter in there in the apple, and then you top, you fill that cored out hole up with dark chocolate chips. Hmm. And then you bake it in your oven at 315 for anywhere between like eight and 12 minutes. You want to see that butter bubbling and you want to see the chocolate melt into there. And you pull them out, you cool the apples, let it all kind of cool off just a little bit. You still want to eat them kind of warm. And then you just dig in and the, the apple will be soft and you can actually take it with a spoon. And I mean, that chocolate and that butter infusing a nice sweet apple. It's a great, great little treat. It's not too calorically loaded, so it's also great for those that are, you know, fitness more. I got it from a fitness book, so I'll put it that way, uh, fitness recipe. <laughs> so, but it's fantastic. A lot better than you think it's going to be. I, prefer, I actually use ghee, clarified ghee instead of butter, uh, but it all soaks in the, in the apples the same. I've made it multiple different ways, but, I mean, I'm sure it's good with white chocolate chips, dark chocolate chips, milk chocolate chips, whatever you want. I have seen people you know, online that's add a little nuts on top of it too after it's done baking and i bet that's fantastic so that's my recipe of the week uh little chocolate baked apples man it's easy all right so simple to make so good so worth it so all right rolling right along we'll get through them this week pick number three oh, jason I mean, the shortest one yet Maybe so. um i'll wrap up this week for me with another movie shocker um staying in the fantasy vibe but a lighter Lighthearted, more lighthearted than Constantine this time. We're looking at 2007's Stardust, directed by Matthew Vaughn. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's got a young Claire Danes, Charlie Cox, Michelle Pfeiffer, and an amazing performance from Robert De Niro as a gay pirate, I suppose, is <laughs> the best way I can describe it. Um, it's odd, it's interesting, it's just a fun fantasy adventure. Um, it's based on the novel from it's the same name from Neil Gaiman. Um, and it's this, you know, it starts with this young man living in a small English village with like a wall. And he's in love with this girl. And she's like, I'll marry you if you can bring me the fallen star that, you know, they see crash oh, wow. across, you know, beyond the wall. That's it. And so he uh, he crosses over the wall, which is separating their village from like a fantasy land and all sorts of craziness. And he goes into the fantasy land and you know, adventure is had by all. All right. Uh, I have never seen this film, so I don't know anything about it. It's um it's good. Yeah. I, I don't I don't really want to get too much into the plot. I mean, it's a little bit of a straightforward magical romantic adventure film. Um I just I I can't express how much the Robert De Niro performance is fun and just amazing <laughs> and fun. All right. Well and um yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, but mm -hmm. it's a good time. Uh, slip by a lot of people's um, slip past a lot of people, you know, uh, doesn't get talked about enough, I don't think. And I should also, last I saw, it was also streaming on HBO. So kind of a double HBO pick there for you this week. Right. Would you consider this more of a lighter, a lighter movie then? A more family oh, the friendly? Constantine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Way more family friendly than Constantine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then, then Keanu Reeves battling Satan. Yeah. I would, I would say we're ticking. Upward on the uh, <laughs> oh man, I just remember he played Satan and Constantine, and I love that guy as an actor. 
Ah, oh, dude, excellent. Yeah, sorry to go back, but I was thinking more of a family friendly film would be Stardust. Yeah, Constantine will give your kids nightmares. Um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember it. I don't remember its rating. I just all right, I know, you know. but you know, hey, it should be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> I think Constantine's an R. Just throwing that out there. But well, the Stardust, that's a guarantee. Stardust probably PG. That's a guarantee. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I can we can look it up here if we, we want to take an extra ten seconds. But uh, let's see what we got. It is uh, apparently I can't find it on websites. It's oh, fine. No worries. No worries. All right. Don't worry about it. All right. That's all good. <laughs> hey, watch your own risk. Okay. All this is at your own risk. Don't take our picks. I mean, our picks are great. It's PG thirteen. Yeah, PG. Yeah, it's perfect. You're good. There's a pirate. It's good. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, that, uh, everybody, that'll bring me up. My third pick. I'm going to start a little new segment this week. Uh, it's called Things I'm Excited About. And, you know, it'll, roll, it'll correlate to a pick. But uh, this week, I came across a new trailer for the second extraction film on Netflix with uh, Chris Hemsworth. And, man, am I excited about that because of how much I loved the first extraction that Netflix put out. Uh, I think it was the biggest hit, the original films they put out. They've had a couple of hits since then. But uh, so I'm excited about the trailer. So my pick of the week is to go back and watch the original Extraction to get you hyped for the sequel. And if you haven't seen Extraction, go back, watch it. He's a mercenary. I mean, it's very much back in the days of like Arnold's Commando style, but the cinematography. There's a, a couple of gunfight scenes in there that are just chef's kiss on cinematography. And they use India as the backdrop, which is hardly ever used in films. And I think it's just an exceptional performance by everybody in that film. Thoroughly enjoyed it. The trailer has me so pumped. Um, cannot wait. It's going to be great. So go check out Extraction on Netflix. It is still streaming. Go to YouTube to check out the trailer for part two. Um, yeah, so but that's my third pick of the week. When does when does part two come out? This summer, I have to remember, but I want to say it's like August of twenty three. Um, so I did not put that in my notes today. So that's my fault. But uh, so you got a couple months, but they it's a teaser, a teaser trailer is all that's out right now. So we don't know, we don't know much more. I'm just gonna tag on if you if you do watch it and you like it and you're like, man, that was good, but I want something even better. Go ahead and watch the raid after. The raid. Okay. Oh, I've seen, seen the raid. raid? Okay, I've seen the raid. From t- it's 2011. It's um, shoot, I don't know, uh, like an Indonesian film, I think. Okay. Um, incredible action. You know, if you like that, I like the low story but high action. It's, you know, just a better version of that. Well, now we know. Today I learned about the raid. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that. Takes care of our picks for this week. Uh, I'll take a minute to talk about uh, one of our sponsors. So, do you like sarcasm? Do you like golf? Look no further than a company called Shankit Golf. They provide some of the funnest, most out there golf attire in the game. They're here to make you just be that guy in the course that has a little extra humor. I love their golf glove. It says, if you put the middle finger up, it says, you suck at golf. I'm actually getting them for my buddy's birthday. Um, it's top quality products, though. 
I have a hat and a polo from them that I love so much. Um, but yeah, they're committed to just helping you look, you look your best, but have some fun at the game. Or maybe you have a handicap of plus 18, but you still want to have fun in the course and look good at the 19th hole. Check out Shank It Golf. Go to www.shankitgolf.com. Use the offer code This Week's Picks 13 for 20% off your first purchase to support this podcast. We appreciate Shank It Golf coming through as our very first sponsor for this week's picks. But yeah, put a little flair in your golf game, a little attitude in your slice, and go to shankitgolf.com. All right, so we appreciate that. Well, with that being said, it is time for the official Ryan's Dumbass Parlay of the week. And like we said, with last week, I want to put a little caveat in there that gambling on sports is supposed to be fun, just like the games of sports. If you don't have it to risk, don't wager it. Do not put your rent on the line for LeBron James to hit over 30 points. He's old. He's scoring an average of 22. Not a great bet. So take this with a grain of salt. I am not researching these picks that much. I'm having fun with it as much as you are. I'm betting no more than probably $5 a bet. I'm not trying to get rich off this. It's just fun to have skin in the game when you watch your favorite teams play. So don't risk anything you don't have. If you have a gambling problem, please reach out for help. All right. That being said, this week's dumbass parlay occurs on Thursday, May the 4th. Because May the 4th be with you. All right. So what I have this <laughs> week is the Cubs, Nats, Major League Baseball. Everything's going to be Major League Baseball this week in the parlay. So it's Cubs, Nats, the under. Those teams don't seem to be scoring a lot of points, a lot of runs this year. So I'm going with the under on that one. I have the Pirates versus the Rays. I have the over on that. Those teams are both phenomenal. Probably the top two teams in the league going head-to-head over this on Thursday, May the 4th. Um, Brewers' money line that week is the third leg of that parlay. And the fourth and final leg of that is the Mets' money line. All right? Like I said, have some fun with it. Put a couple of dollars down. If you find yourself winning and you have some extra cash laying around, We'll be setting up a Patreon soon. You can throw it our way as a thank you. All right, as a tip. And yes, I will be wagering all these bets I give you just for fun. But as much as I give you the dumbass parlay of the week, I also give you Nix's pick. Nix is my dog. She has no skin in the game, but I named it after her because it's fun. All right, we're going to have some great t-shirts one day. Nix's pick, maybe millions. All right, but Nix's pick also on Thursday, May the 4th, is the Manchester United money line. I believe they're playing Brighton. I'm not I'm not wrong. So Manchester United money line, you know, I'm sure it's gonna be a minus, whatever, you know, but hey, that's a guaranteed lock. That's Nix's pick of the week. So appreciate that. Gamble fun, have fun, enjoy it. Take all these picks you get this week, watch something, rate, review it. All right. Um, Jason, what else you got this week, bud? I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's about it. One last thing, we'll start up social media. So you can follow us on Twitter at this week's picks pod. This week's picks at this week's picks on Twitter. We're getting started. TikTok and Instagram to come. We'll be putting some stuff out there to refer to these picks and also put probably the parlays up on TikTok and stuff like that. But hey, we appreciate everybody. Until next time. Have a good one. Cheers. Cheers.